Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hi, what are you afraid of? Heights? Flying? Polio? Whatever your fear, it's time to face it. Hi, I'm Darius Fontaine, the creator of Inversion Therapy. For years, we've helped patients get past their deepest and darkest fears and get on with their lives. Just listen to this. I was having really dark thoughts. I, I wanted to sleep with my mother. Now that I've done it, I don't want to anymore. Incredible! But, you know, it works. That's inversion therapy. Fear it, face it, do it, conquer it! Got it? Just listen again. Yeah, okay. I was terrified of my children being harmed, so I stabbed them. Didn't hurt me that much. Yeah, now I'm not afraid of anything. That's another life saved! <laughs> inversion therapy works! I know. When you take your fear head on, then it's time to move on. I'm Darius Fontaine. Call me today. I'll change your life. Promise. Call 1-866-FACE-FEAR. Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 354, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt, and I hear you out there, podcast listener. I hear you. You're saying, whoa, Matt, why do you get to intro the show two times in a row? And I answer to you, as a faithful podcast listener, you already know the answer. It's because Eric is MIA, except not really MIA. We'll hear from him in a little bit, but he's... Not here proper on the Discord proper on the show proper to do the intro proper with me. And he's the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringing the Beastmaster third shift. But first you get to hear how my week was, because that's just how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to tell you, it was a pretty big week. It was a big packed week on the weekend, on Saturday. Went to the Wharton Center for a projection of Jesus Christ Superstar, which is a show I know I've seen before. Because I know the Jesus Christ Superstar like theme, like everybody knows, oh, Jesus Christ, super not good, not getting demonetized. But everybody knows that. But somehow, when I was watching it, my brain said to me, "You've never seen this before, because this is all new. I've never seen anything like this before." And it was a great show, fantastic show. The performances were spot on, amazing. Some of the singing was some of the best I've ever heard. Almost seventies rock and roll singing, where you got like the really high falsetto stuff, and it was just pitch perfect, spot on, amazing. And I would say the only thing I didn't like about it, I mean, you know how that story ends, right? It was kind of strange to go from, wow, this is a really fun show. I'm having a rocking great time. And there's like one character who's super over the top and very goofy. And I was like, wow, this is like a, a perfect musical character. So nuts. And then to go to, oh, my God, look at what is happening right now. Like in the story, look at what is happening to this poor man. So it was, it was that, that part was a little bit strange. But otherwise, a great show. And after that... The very next day, went out to Jackson Field, to Cooley Law School Stadium, if it's still called that, to a Lansing Lugnuts game. Mom and I have done it for years and years and years. Once a year, around my birthday, go to a Lugnuts game, and it was great. Out in the summer sun, in the baking down hot sun, and watching the minor league baseball team. And having, you know, a burger and some fries and some Dippin' Dots. Just a fun time. On the video game front... I've been in kind of a funk lately because I beat and platinumed Forspoken, and as I talked about on the show before, I feel sad when I get done with a big, long game like that. So, well, you know, at least, at least, I've still got Marvel's Midnight Suns. I'm still loving that, still playing that. Let me have that be the game that I play the most of this week. And so I did, and I beat it. 
and it put me into a funk because now I don't have my friends around anymore, and I don't know how I don't know what to play now, and I'm just sad because all the fun times I had are over. So I went okay. I looked at my New Year's resolution list, and on that list still was to play a Souls game, and I had been playing a little bit of Dark Souls Remastered. So I went okay, put the funk away, put something away. I don't know. Get back into that, and I did for a few hour play session. And I realized at the end of that play session, I'm not having the fun I should be having with this. I mean, it's not anything against the game, but it's just a little too clunky. And I beat a boss. Maybe everybody knows this already. There's like a, a, a moonlight big moth thing. Fought that boss. Killed it on the second try. And after that, I went, okay, time to go to a brand new area. Here I go. And I went through the doorway that was right after the boss. And I went up a tower and I grabbed a thing and... As far as I can tell, because I went through that area twice, that's all you can do there. And then you just go back. And I went, okay, I'm just, I'm not having the most fun. I'm not having a big connection with this game like everyone else seems to. It's time. Put it down. You tried it. You played it for a good number of hours. It's just not for you. Okay, fine. Let me try another Souls game, though, because I know there's one with an even more stellar reputation that everybody loves and it's faster paced, and it's really going to be, this is going to be more my speed. Let me download and start playing Bloodborne, and I played about 15 to 30 minutes of it, and it just, it wasn't hitting for me. Maybe it's just because I'm in such a funk, but neither one could do it. And I went, okay, that's, you did it. You tried, you played a good chunk of Dark Souls Remastered, you even tried Bloodborne. That's crossing off that New Year's resolution off the list. You tried one, it didn't work. But what else can I do? What else is there to play? Well, last week I went and picked up my new Starfield Xbox headset and I took it into the living room where I don't like to play that much and I hooked it up and I got going a session of Hi-Fi Rush. And boy, I think that's the thing if I just stick to that that'll get me out of that funk. Because as soon as I popped in there and started bopping around, my toes started tapping, my head started bobbing, and I went, yeah, colors, yeah, loud groove of the music, yeah, fun times, yeah, combo system. And when I get really good and I'm ducking and dodging the enemies and grappling over to one and hitting the combos and doing the just timing right on the timing things, they start chanting, Chai's name, Chai, 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 in the background to the beat as everything else is moving to the beat too. It was a fantastic play session. I had a great time. I only played like an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours of it. But man, it just put me right in that you're playing Jet Set Radio type of vibes. Just bright, colorful. Everything's moving and grooving. So hopefully I'll get a bunch more play sessions of that in. Because the other thing that I did was the next day, I went, okay, I got to start getting back on the PlayStation now. Because I had kind of jumped off to finish Marvel's Midnight Suns on the Steam Deck. Try it out. Dark Souls Remastered and Bloodborne on the PS5. I went, okay, well, what else is on my New Year's resolution list? A Plague Tale Innocence. It's been installed. It's been waiting. Let me boot that up. And I booted it up, and I played a couple hours of it. And man, those first couple hours, it's like absolute misery of the game. Everything is sad. Everybody's dying. The world is effed. Everybody hates you. And I went, man, this, this sucks. Two Sad Kids, the video game. Not that it sucks like in a in like the game is bad, but I was just like, what a downer of a game. I don't need this right now. But that's what I've been playing this week. That's what I've been doing this week. It's been overall a really fun week. You know, when I think about it, and actually, you know what? Today was a good day at work too. I've been having good times at work, figuring out things, puzzling through things, my favorite type of stuff to do. 
But nobody wants to hear about that. Everyone wants to hear, where's Eric? Why is Eric? What's going on with this? What's going on with that? So I'm going to throw it to Eric for his blurb that he recorded from all the way over on the East Coast of America. Eric, tell us what you've been up to this week. Well, hello, everybody. It is episode 354 of Third Shift. And of course, I am Mr. Eric coming at you from the Big Apple, New York City. Well, I don't know, kind of, sort of. We're actually staying in New Jersey. But if you look outside, you can see New York City. And of course, we have already been there. And with me today is nobody because Matt is back in Michigan doing his own thing. I'm actually just doing a little blurb from Vacation Land because we're out and about doing all sorts of stuff. And as you can hear, I've got everything around me going on. I've got my phone beeping and buzzing. We're going to be heading out again later tonight, possibly, maybe. But with that, A, how's the week been doing, Mr. Matt? I don't know. I hope it's been great for you in Workland. Over on this end, if you guys know me, you already know how my vacation's going. I can tell you more about it next week, but we're still pretty early on, so we'll see how it goes towards the end of it. But I will tell you, we did get to walk the big city today, and it was a good time. Got to see all sorts of weird stuff, neat things, just a different world from, of course, little old country town of Charlotte. That was a great time. We went over to Hershey Park, rode coasters all day long. That part was a good time. So we'll just take that, and we'll go with it there. So far, the vacation's been on track except for a couple bumps and uh, i'll tell you more about it like i said next week with that being said matt is gonna go nuts today about something that happened that i've got to check out i didn't watch the entire thing just because i don't have the time but he said i had to check out the nintendo direct because of a couple items and the first one the biggest one the one he's probably gonna lose his mind over is super mario rpg is being remade for the nintendo switch and it's looking nice. It looks very, 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 very good. And the best part is, it's a complete and absolute shocker. I didn't even dream this game was going to come back in any way, shape, or form. I thought it was just lost to the annals of time, and you'd have to go back and play it on one of your older systems, etc. But I say that, and I think it's on Switch in the Nintendo collection. Not sure on that. But anywho's, I didn't think this was going to happen. No one talked about it whatsoever. So to come around like this, and we're getting this nice remake of this whole game... I'll be there day one to buy it and play it. I guarantee you that. I tell you what, I'm super stoked for it. That game, watching my buddy Shade play through it all day long, every day, for days and days and days, is burned and etched into my memory. What a good time that was. But for me, not only that, you had Silent Hope announced, which is an Xseed RPG. And I'll tell you what, the Switch is just blasting me away with all these freaking rpgs they want to release over and over and over and over and over and over again if you want an rpg the switch is one of the best places to be for sure and of course this is another one that i'm looking forward to can't wait to see what it's all about and if i'm gonna pick it up or not i'll wait and you know see what some of the reviews look like but it's shaping up and looking to be a solid game for sure and of course it didn't stop there they went on to star ocean the second story r a fantastic Star Ocean game, and I'm so happy to see this one also getting a like weird 2D kind of 3D mix remaster going. Once again, they're on top of the game. They're ready to give you all sorts of RPGs, and I'm all about it. Just really looking good. And the best part is they're all coming out this year. So you're getting all sorts of games coming out 
late this year if you love the rpg world they had other stuff you know big old thing on pikmin 4 that's never been my jam dragon quest monsters they've got the last dlc for mario and rabbids sparks of hope coming out a lot of good stuff and of course if you like metal gear solid or the batman arkham trilogy it, it just went on and on nintendo really did pull out the stops and put out a lot of great games for this nintendo direct i can't wait to take a deep dive and actually watch every last second of it but the overture i did of it Got me really excited, and I can't wait to see what's next with Nintendo. But of course, I know it's short, I know it's sweet, but I am on vacation, and I've got things to do for now. I will be back next week for a regular show, but that's it for me. Matt, tell them. Regale them with all the things. Make it all snazzy. Make it all jazzy. I know you got it in you. And of course, buddy, we'll see you next week, and we'll see everybody else next week, too. And Eric is very much right. When he talks about this Nintendo Direct, because there are a couple things that I'll go absolutely nuts over. And he didn't even say it, but you know I got notes. I got a whole page of notes. There's very many things I would like to talk about in this Nintendo Direct because I had a great time watching it. I started up, no expectations, like I always do. I'm expecting just to see what happens. Who knows? And he said it. He spoiled it. The Super Mario RPG remake absolutely blew my mind. Was not expecting it at all was not expecting that to ever happen but i'll give you this though it was maybe a week ago maybe two weeks ago every now and then i get this itch of like i need to start playing some retro games some games from my past that i just you know i loved and i fiended over and the first thing that came to my head was super mario rpg and i said to myself you need to play that again sometime somehow some way you gotta do it and the other side of my head was said yeah but you won't remember where all the little hidden You know, treasure boxes are all the little tricks you got to do. And that'll make you sad because you'll know you missed out on something. And I was starting to tell myself, yeah, don't play it. But then I said, yeah, but you do got to play it. But now I don't have to play the original one because I can wait for the Super Mario RPG remake. The game looks phenomenal. It looks incredible. I posted this on Twitter, but you know the Sam Neill Jurassic Park sunglasses gif? That was me watching it here in this chair on the screen. Whoa, Super Mario RPG? Wonder what they're going to do with that. And then when it smash cut to the new graphical style, my jaw hung open and I went, oh my God, they've done it. They're doing it. I can't believe they've done it and they're doing it. And it just looks so amazing. And the other thing that I talked to myself about in my head when I was thinking about replaying Super Mario RPG was that, you know, it is very isometric and it's very like grid based kind of in the way that you move. If you played it, you know what I'm talking about. And just from the way this looked, granted, obviously, I haven't played it, but it looked a little bit smoother. Obviously, you were still kind of on that grid, but it looked way better. And just, God, just the graphics. Everything except Gino looked incredible. Gino looks a little creepy. I'm just going to say that. He looks a little creepy, but everything else looks way better than I could have ever imagined. Seeing Bowser again in this game specifically, because obviously we've seen Bowser a million times, but he was a diehard member of my party. As soon as you can get Bowser, I never had him not there. And Peach with a frying pan. It was always Mario, Peach with a frying pan, and Bowser. So to see them, see the little sprinkles of all that in the gameplay, it gave me chills. It was incredible. And then there's that little scene where Mario's floating down the river and you see all the different little biomes and stuff. Gosh, jeepers. Oh, chefs, kiss McGee. And I'll just jump into what Eric talked about next Star Ocean, the second story R. 
And that's a game I've put a lot of time into, but I've never beaten. And it's always one of those ones where I go, there's so much to this game, and I can't do it all. But for some reason, seeing those graphics again, I went, yeah, this is the time. This is how I finally need to play and beat Star Ocean, the second story. Seeing Claude's little battle sprite, it took me straight back to those high school days or whenever it was that I was playing it back in the day. And then the, the remade portrait graphics, they looked so good. I couldn't believe it. So that's another one, a big mind-blowing one. But I have a few more here with some stars and some underlines. I'm going to start off with Myth Force, a game I've never heard of, had no expectations for. This is the first-person roguelike that is also cartoony, like in the way of a Saturday morning cartoon show. And you take the role of a certain class of character and do some dungeon runs. Looks kind of like Gauntlet, but that first-person cartoony aspect of it, I don't know, it just makes me interested. Because few games actually look like cartoons. And I know that sounds stupid because I just talked about Hi-Fi Rush, which also does. But it looked really good and really fun. And I haven't played a roguelike in a while. So I was interested in that one. Further down the list, Eric talked about it also, the Arkham Trilogy. Three amazing games that I absolutely love. Played them all on Xbox and or PlayStation. People have said this on Twitter. I don't know how the Switch is going to be able to run all three of those games. Seems kind of fishy to me. Maybe they'll be like those cloud play kind of games. I don't know. Especially Arkham Knight. Like, how is the Switch going to make something that looks that good run well? I don't know. Eric also mentioned the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection version 1 or volume 1. It just makes me happy to see Metal Gear. Obviously, I haven't played much of the original MSX ones or the NES ones, which are also in this collection. But it's kind of one of those things where just I, I feel like I need to get it just because I'm the Metal Gear Solid head. So if I don't get this and have like a nice little physical, physical little box that I can put on a shelf, what kind of gamer am I? Other thing that he did mention was Pikmin 4. And this absolutely sold me. Absolutely sold me, this trailer. I was interested in it before, especially because of the world you're in. It's obviously Earth. I've talked about ooh, what's going on. Ooh, is Earth abandoned? Is it just the humans don't notice you? You don't notice the humans? What's going on here? But this, I'm glad Derek's not here to laugh at me when I say the cute little doggy character, boom, perfection. I'm going to run around with that little doggy dude forever. I don't even care about Pikmin. Just bring the dog. It was so cute and so cool. Also seeing the little Nintendo items everywhere, like they showed him picking up, I think, a Game Boy Color and it kind of going into the ship and repairing some part of the ship. It gave me Astro's Playroom vibes. And that was the best part of Astro's Playroom, you know, the free little cute game that you get with your PS5. You kind of go around and collect stuff from all of PlayStation's history and see little scenes from games from all of PlayStation's history. And it's just fun. And that's what I'm picturing here in Pikmin 4. Run around with your little doggy character and your Pikmins, try to do a bunch of stuff. And they're just finding Nintendo artifacts from throughout history. I'm excited to do that and see what they're going to put in that game. Eric also did mention Dragon Quest Monsters. Everybody knows I'm not a Dragon Quest player. I'm not a Pokemon player. But for some reason, maybe it's just the Akira Toriyama art style. When I saw this, I went, yeah, I need to play this. I need to do it. Everybody loves Pokemon type stuff. I haven't played one in ages. I need to play this one because it just, it just looks good. The slimes, how can you not love the slime? If you have a slime on your team, make him a big old king slime, who knows? It looks like a lot of fun. A couple other games that Eric didn't mention, in addition to Myth Force, Gloomhaven. This is a giant board game, like giant. And I know they just had a sequel or expansion called Frosthaven, which is supposed to be like the biggest board game of all time. 
But they showed off a little bit of this, and I think it's been on Steam for a while. But they specifically mentioned in this trailer, this little reveal of it coming to the Switch, it's all card-based. And hey, I just got done playing an amazing card-based game in Marvel's Midnight Suns, so this made me want to get this, or at least pay attention to it. Another game Eric didn't mention, Penny's Big Breakaway. I can't remember the studio that made this, but it was by a studio that's made some other good stuff in the past. This is that 3D, speedy, yo-yo-based platformer where you're Penny and you have this, like, it looks like it's like a little character, like a little chain chomp, kind of. But this little yo-yo dude, you throw it at little grapple points, you can grapple to him, you can swing around. And it was also speedy, like you could put the the yo-yo underneath her and she'd zoom along the ground. Just looked really cute, really fun. Haven't felt like a cartoony 3D platformer has been in my veins since Super Lucky's Tale. And I need to play this. I gotta watch it, I gotta find out when it's coming out, I gotta get it. I'll give you two more and then I'll wrap it up. First off is WarioWare Move It. You know I'm a WarioWare fan. This one with the two two controllers and moving your body and shaking it just looked like a lot of fun. Just a ton of fun. Something that everybody can get into. Everybody loves WarioWare. So I got excited for this. And then I thought to myself, should I tell Eric? Or have I bugged him enough on his New York trip and I don't want to hassle him anymore? You know what I'm about to say, folks. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Now I'll tell you this. I haven't played any literally any, of the new 2D Super Mario Brothers games. The last 2D Super Mario Brothers game I ever played was Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. And all the other ones, for some reason, they look too slippery, too floaty. There's something about it I don't like. But there's nothing about Super Mario Brothers Wonder that I do not like. It looks incredible. The graphic style, the animation, how expressive everything is. The little flower dudes that are talking to you as you go through the world. The rhythm-based sections where you go through like a... It shows Mario run through like a little field of like six flowers in a row. And they go... Bup, 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 bup. And then he's running on the little musical blocks when the piranha plant jumps out of its tube. The way it seems like Rayman Legends... In those scenes where he's sliding and gliding along the little rails, going back and forth. Oh boy, you had me sold already. And then they started showing how the world can change in this one. They showed sparkles and the world would twist. And you, you'd get like the wonder coins or whatever it was. And then the, the, the green pipe falls over on its side and then it turns into an inchworm. And then it shows Mario and a Goomba in like a limbo type shadow world. And the world stretches up and now Mario's super tall and the Goomba's super tall. Insanity! Incredible! When Mario turned into Elephant Mario and he runs up, and the flower is talking about the Goomba, and Mario kicks the Goomba, and the flower goes, oh, well, never mind about that guy. Incredible. Amazing. This looked fantastic. I could not believe it. Now, I feel like somebody had said maybe they were going to reveal a new Mario game that was kind of floating around in my head, and I'd almost forgotten it before this showed up. And when it showed up, I was mind-blown. I couldn't believe it. It was the best Mario thing I've seen since Odyssey, which obviously is the last mainline big Mario thing. But, Wow. This was great. If you haven't seen it, you got to go see it. Even the people I follow on YouTube who are like video game animation people, even they were just instantly like, wow, this is great. I can't wait to do a video on this. Look at how you can actually see Mario literally punch the blocks. It's not just like the typical Mario with his fist up in the air. He jumps up and then it goes, boop. Oh, great. Incredible. Wonderful. 
No better way to close the show. Obviously, Super Mario RPG already blew my socks off. A couple of these other things blew my socks off more. And then this blew my whole feet off. I, I can't walk to work anymore. I got no feet because my socks were blown off. My shoes were blown off. My pants got blown off. My feet got blown off. I got nothing. So this is great. I went in expecting nothing. Got at least four games that I have to insta-buy. And then more on top of it that I want to keep an eye on and definitely want to play. So it was a great week. A great week for video gamers. It's a good time to be a Nintendo fan, as they say. And it's a good time to close out the show. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, if you just want to say hi to us, email thirdshiftme at gmail.com, Twitter at thirdshiftme, find us on Facebook under Third Shift, hit up the Discord, hit up the Patreon, hit up the house, you know, just come to my house, knock on the door and say, hey, I like your podcast, dude. Eric always says it, he didn't say it this time, but we treat the Patreon like a little tip jar, give us a buck, three bucks, five bucks, a million bucks, we'll open up a food line, we'll have babies in jars, we'll have... I don't even remember all the things that we were supposed to have, like f- fish, something about fish, like a uh, uh, a lion mascot with its tail cut off. Something I I feel like that was a thing, and we were supposed to have like red juice that would pump out. I seem to remember that. If you remember that, then then say you remember it. If you don't remember it, then I'm just an idiot. Who knows? But of course, you can also listen to the very next episode, which will be dropping on or around the 29th. Of June on iTunes, so just sit there on Podbean, on Spotify, and get on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. And what we'd appreciate the most is a five-star review. Just hit us up. Find us. Say five stars. Write me a letter. Send it to work. I'll open it up. If you just say five stars in it, I'll somehow find a way to put that on iTunes or Stitcher or Podbean or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. or Did I say Spotify already? I don't know. Spotify. What's the other thing Eric said you could rate us on? Facebook? I said Facebook already. Who knows? I'm losing my mind. It's time to call it. Hey, Eric. There's nothing else to say, but don't get Sit down.